Okay, hello. Um, this is episode 44 of Movie Schmovie, and I am one of your hosts, Ronald, and uh, that's Steve. Hey, guys. And then there's John. Hey, everybody. So here's the thing. You sound a lot cooler than me. Right. Well, I'm, you know. You just, you, oh, I guess it's probably because you are. I mean, I guess I probably. You, you, I wasn't going to say that, but. <laughs> you can say with your eyes. Yeah, right. you <laughs> that glance you gave me. Very soothing voice. It's probably because your beard's nicer than mine. My beard, it, it, it cushions the sound of my voice. Right. That's actually. what it is. It's a sort Yours of like, grows really Sort nice. of like having soundproofing. <laughs> do you shape that yourself or does it just kind of. I, I sometimes do shape it. Naturally shave itself yeah, right there on your cheekbone. I do sometimes. And what you do is you have to get some light behind you and just kind of look at it in the mirror and just, oh. just kind of see in the mirror what is sticking out, you know. Oh. Just Oh, and every okay. now and then you'll see that you've missed it. There's a there's a science to it. Wow. I've heard that I look like Abu Nazir from Homeland when I, when my hair grows up. <laughs> when it gets like more pubic-y. away from your yeah, when it gets pubic-y. more away, it gets, I was gonna say that, it but grows pubic-y. Okay. I do sometimes find where areas where my beard hair, like I know if I scratch my chin at my desk or something, sometimes the hair yeah, it just comes up. That and makes if me someone were to walk up and see that, they would see what looks very much like a pubic hair sitting yeah. on my desk. <laughs> That's gross. Yeah, it is. It's a totally different kind of image. <laughs> right. And this is a totally different kind of podcast. Right. Not really. <laughs> so it's pretty much on par. It's on par with the rest of our stuff. So John Usually we end it with that, but now we're just right, starting it just with the inappropriateness. Um, now we have a movie that John will have to catch up on because yes. he wasn't with us to see it, unfortunately. That's right. Um, Which makes me sad. And this I don't know, I, I gotta say, uh, be honest, it's kinda out of left field. One that I even wanted to see this. Yeah. I know that when I posted the trailer and like my my want to see of it on our site, a couple of people were like, "What? Like, why do you want to see this movie?" But something about the trailer just made me feel like it wasn't going to be like a shitty college comedy kind of film. And we're talking about Pitch Perfect. I have one question about yeah. it now that you're on the subject because mm-hmm. when I saw the trailer, I couldn't tell. I honestly couldn't tell, and I think the trailer almost was set up deliberately this way. I couldn't tell if it was a certain kind of movie or a parody. Of a certain kind of movie because it seemed like one of those, uh, you know. Well, I, there's a kind of subgenre of it's either a singing team or a dancing team or some some kind of thing where it's like a, you know, like there were all those cheerleader movies a few years ago, like yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. And there were the ones that took it seriously, and then there's the ones that kind of played it for for laughs a little bit. And this trailer for this, it I couldn't, I really couldn't decide if is this really sort of an inspirational movie about a bunch of people that team up and and like beat the odds or is this a a, a movie that kind of makes fun of movies like I think that it's a little bit of both it, it's in that middle i would okay. say if you took some of the best parts of films like or even the show like glee mm-hmm. or uh which seems like the obvious reference point step for the movie. Up, uh, step up bring Why it on yeah, yeah. things like that like where even those films i think there were those tongue-in-cheek moments where you know they were kind of like poking at it right uh, but some took it a little more seriously than others i think uh it, it kind of is going after that whole subgenre that you're referencing, but there are like kind of feel good moments in it, and there are completely silly moments in the film. I mean, mm-hmm. it is definitely has its cheese cheese ball moments, but the cool thing is, is that I think that by having characters in the film that don't take it seriously, that kind of gives us that insight into like them poking fun at it, mm-hmm. you know. But then they become a part of it, and it's like this new outlet for them or whatnot. But it's basically in this world of college acapella singing, and uh, we have a character named Becca who's played by Anna Kendrick's who, you know, is this DJ. She wants to be a music producer when she grows up, going to college because her dad's making her go. He's a professor at the college. And all she wants to do is work on her music. She doesn't want to be there at all. You know, through talking with her dad, he talks her into kind of getting involved with something, if anything, for the first year. If it doesn't work out, she can then go to L.A. and become the music producer that she knows she can be. And, you know, she finds this acapella group. 
uh, through like the little activities mixer. Um, unwillingly at first to go into it, but I mean, through the happenstance of her showing up in the shower with Brittany Snow, she talks her into it. And who wouldn't be talked into something by walking into Brittany Snow in a shower? I don't know. She she looks kind of weird in the movie, but I guess it would still work for most guys or girls. Her, uh, co-captain of the acapella team Anna Camp. You may have seen her on True Blood. True Blood, yeah. Things. Um, she is I hate that bitch. Senior. She yeah. got my nerves the whole movie. Yeah, she was so mean. Uh, she was so, so she, mean. I was so hoping she a vampire could, might show up and bite her. Or right. So she was basically a senior. <laughs> was she the kind of mean girl you can kind of tell from the trailers? Uh, well, I mean, again, that's... Basically, she was a senior. She was a uh, junior, and she threw up and during the the, finals the final the, competition. The final competition. Yeah. And uh, she basically blames herself for the failure of this situation. So she wants to she wants to be picture perfect. She wants the women to look a certain way. Sound Would a you certain say way. picture perfect or maybe pitch perfect? perfect. Oh, okay. Pitch perfect. Sure. <laughs> see what we did there? That's what they thought of when they came up with the title for this right. movie. That's what happened. <laughs> they thought that. So we should work in Hollywood. We should. We should. God damn. And we should write those. Are you guys studio from... plants. <laughs> <laughs> Go see this movie. Go see this movie now. Uh, yeah, she like she blows it. I mean, literally blows chunks over the whole judging yeah. panel. It's a It's actually a pretty funny scene. But I mean, but she is that like she's a bitch. I mean, she like sticks to the standard. She sings. They only sing songs from the eighties. Their choreography is horrible. And then comes Becca, who wants to mix things up. She has all these awesome mashups of current songs and mm, yeah. past songs very kind of edgy hipper stuff and she just like doesn't want to have anything change she knows what she wants um and and becca kind of challenges that and it's kind of a cool you know kind of point of contention but i think honestly for me what works for the film um rebel wilson we mentioned her yeah, rebel wilson in bachelorette so um she's also in bridesmaid she's absolutely the star of the movie i mean anna kendrick's can have all the top lines she needs in billing wise but rebel Every single person that we saw this movie with would could not stop talking about her. Uh, Rebels in all the marketing for the movie. She's in a little. Oh, she's kind of on a on a on a tear yeah, right she's now. She's killing it, man. And she is hilarious. She is in this movie. Uh, her name she's... is Fat Amy in the movie, <laughs> yes. and, and because skinny bitches call her that behind her back, so she calls it to herself out in front of everyone. Yeah, uh, she is. She sounds hilarious. a lot like the character in, in uh, Bachelorette to a certain extent. Like, yeah, I mean, she, her she's aware her pig face or pig something face. like that. But she wasn't aware of it there, yeah. oh, okay. and it broke her heart when she heard. Oh, but. that's right. Uh, so not the same at all. Yeah, very similar, but yeah. the the complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're so nice to me. Yeah, I do what I can. Um, but, uh, Adam Devine's in it as well. Who? It was hilarious. Oh my god! If you watch Workaholics, he's Adam on Workaholics. Okay. Um, same. He ba- he's the same point, character. Yeah. I think he's probably just like that in real life. But yeah, um, the kind of dark haired, kind of thick browed guy. Yep, a little, yep, little stuff. Yeah, he's very yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's a part of the Treblemakers, who is the rival acapella gang on campus. Mm-hmm. You know, they have riff-offs down in this, like, little half-pipe area that was, like, an empty swimming yeah. pool. It's hilarious, like, well, some of the very, settings. sounds very self-aware. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. Yeah. It is. But, I mean, like, there are those moments, like, where you do feel like, yeah, they, they did a really good job. Or there was cool moments where, like, eventually she gets her mashups brought into their performances. And it, it it's pretty awesome. I mean, they sound yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I actually might even want to check out the soundtrack for the movie because, I mean, there's a lot of really different songs than just your 
things that you always see on like American Idol and a lot of underground artists that you hear pop up in her mashups, which is I think was kind of cool. Yeah, they pick um, some really random songs. Yeah, I mean she gets a job as a DJ at yeah. campus and gets to I, play some of that. No stuff. diggity by Blackstreet. Yeah, that was really random. <laughs> yeah, it was. I I liked it a lot. Yeah, any any movie that has a Breakfast Club reference is good in my book. Yeah, uh, there's definitely. lots of Breakfast Club and '80s movies references. Um, also stand out Elizabeth Banks Very funny in it Very yeah Like she's in like Three minutes total Yeah Her and uh I think she's a producer Or something Yeah I think she's a And John Michael One Higgins? of those producer levels Yeah Oh John, John Michael Higgins. Yeah. yeah They're uh, like the uh, commentators For the Nationals Yeah And they're very crude And, mm-hmm. and mean Play off each other very well Yeah And it's it's just kind of them Destroying everybody that performs But it's it's really well done Did you notice that the guy That played Jesse Was um on girls, Skylar um, Aston, the the male lead, I guess the one that's kind of courting. But he, he was the one that like was the he was the virgin hunter. He like had, was gonna have sex with Shoshana. Oh, but but him? but he didn't want to have sex with her because she was still a virgin. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I was like, where have I seen that guy from? He looks like Dane Cook's was, like evil. Was him? He twin. does look like Dane Cook. But uh, he's in the filming. Mean, he's pretty good. I don't know. He's pretty good. I, think, I don't really. I, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention he to him. A but. Softy. He was good, man. Like I liked his relationship with the main character Anna Kendrick's. So is this? Is this? I mean, I know she's the lead, but is this kind of her movie? I mean, is this? It is her movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I it's. It's weird because, like, I think Rebel Wilson, as we said, like, she has, like, the laughs. Yeah. You know, Anna Kendrick has a few laughs. I mean, you know, situ- more situationally and what she gets stuck in. But mm-hmm. Rebel just has the one-liners. I mean, she's just, like, dishing it out. And she is – she's awesome. She is. But, I mean, it's it's following Becca and, like, her getting into this group, realizing that there's another way that she can express her interest in music, even if she's stuck at college Mm -hmm. and she really gets into it, you know? And of course, you know, they go through these competitions and some pretty cool things happen. But I think what really works is that like you said, it, it, it's aware of itself, but it's tapping into something that's very like popular right now. Glee is huge. Mm. Just started their seasons back up recently. And obviously there's no, it's no coincidence that this movie is coming out when Glee is coming back on TV because it's just a, it's a, the Glee kids go to college. That's what this movie is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, acapella adds a level of like uh, skill to it. I mean, because I mean, you know, when they do it on Glee, there's like music behind. Yeah, it. sometimes yeah. they do the acapella yeah, stuff, but, but hearing it, hearing it done in the way that it's done on here is, is really pretty cool. I, mean, I actually turned to my girlfriend. We were watching. And I actually said to her, like, we need to go to one of these shows. Like, right. I, I love listening to vocal performances like that. And like, I was, I sang in college and high school, but. I've never actually been at one of those acapella, acapella, uh, like competition, international comp. And I know they hold one here at Hopkins, yeah. like every year down in Baltimore City. Mm. And a friend of ours, uh, Matt, he was in a, a acapella group at UMBC. Really? Yeah, him, him and his I brother did not were. Know yeah. Palanchik. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You gave, gave him a little shout out right there. Yeah. What's up, Matt? What's up, Matt? <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I don't know. I just I'm so intrigued by that stuff. Like me too, because me they're too. doing all the percussion. I mean, I feel like I'm yeah, like geeking out for a moment yeah, here. But. It was it sounded really. That's another cool thing about it. The sound of the movie was really good. The the soundtrack, um, it, the range of voices. I don't know. I just thought that everything was really really funny. It's so it weird to me that we're like praising this movie so much. Right. It feels. Strange. I feel weird. I feel like John is judging us right now. Right. I no, see I John looking thinking, around and like, what the hell just happened no, in this podcast? You know, one of the guys is from Baltimore. Holy shit. I wonder if he's actually like a real singer. He's like... He uh, was in Rocket Science. 
He was a rocket scientist. Oh wow. Okay, so um, on the the competition, troublemakers, the, the troublemakers. Um, that was basically Adam Devine's character, and then his his backup, his his co-captain was this taller gentleman. His name was Donald, and Donald is from Baltimore, Maryland. He was more of like the he's kind of like the more of an MC kind of rapper. Yeah, and uh, that's weird, man. Wow, that's I'm incredible. glad you found that. Just and, he, now. and he is our age, basically. Wow, that's pretty incredible. That's kind of weird that he's playing a college kid, though. Y- we yeah. can play college kids. I'm pretty sure, right? You're right. We could pass, we could, right? We could pass. I like to think so. Grad students. Grad students. Grad, grad, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just kind of hanging around. You guys right, could right. pass for grad students, and I could pass for a returning student. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Anna Camp. I mean, she, I don't know how she passes a. How would she? College. She's 31, I think. Wow. 31. Yeah, I know she she's older in True Blood. She's beautiful in, like, in life. Like, in life. Um, but she did not look like a college student. Well, I'm that just, stands out a lot now more than it used to. I think it used to be more common to have right. like, older actors playing high school students and it just didn't right. you, know, you didn't notice it. But now Breakfast, have you looked at Every now and then they'll, they'll throw somebody in who like everyone will look young but there'll be one person who quite, right. doesn't quite. Everybody it. looks old in Breakfast Club. Uh, I think Michael Hall looks young, I think. Yeah. He's like the only person though. Like what? everybody else is like, "Hey, bro, 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 bro. everybody looks like Definitely. That was a, that was a great that was a great impression of Ali Sheedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really liked all She of was the weird one. She was the weird one. She oh, man, that movie was incredible. I The Breakfast Club? Yeah. Yeah, I, watching this made me want to watch it again. Yeah, it, it, I mean it was it was cool and it wasn't the references weren't so it didn't feel like it was like add it didn't feel like it was on the Using that as a foundation to kind of ride the coattail of this movie, it really mm-hmm. complemented it. It it made you want to see the movie rather than just borrowing lines from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and, and that that I guess that speaks. So, what the, are there? If, are there are there direct references? Yeah, let's say yeah, it, it falls into play a lot, like you know, because there's all these different people that come together. Okay, uh, not by force, as it was like you know, in the in detention and whatnot. But they've they've chosen to be here, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's it's just I think it's meant. The the Jesse the male lead brings it up to Becca just to kind of like because she doesn't watch movies and she's all about music and he wants to be a music composer for films. He's like, how have you not seen The Breakfast Club? All these movies with all this amazing music setting the tone and the mood and you know turns her on to that and she and she catches on to it eventually. But I think mm-hmm. she sees you know the emotion in that film and this group of people that was forced together and all that they had in common and yeah. they would have never known that had they not been in that situation. It, it comes into play in the movie. Yeah, I think a recurring theme is basically you have to get out of your comfort zone to right. have fun. Right. I mean, well, I think it happens the, a lot. The three of us here, we've been forced together to talk about movies. Right. Yeah. I like it. And look and at I, this think, I think we found common <laughs> We found common ground. I didn't say I didn't say it was magic. I did. I did. <laughs> it definitely feels magic. like it. I don't know. I, it, it's cool though cuz I mean, I think uh the timing of the movie, like I said, with Glee coming back, and I think this whole idea, and there was like that show on TV called like the Sing Off, which was basically like American Idol for acapella performers. Mm-hmm. And actually, some of the groups in that show I saw, I recognized them in the movie. Oh, really? I don't know the names, but you know, we could probably look that up later. But um, it's it's cool though because I think they're doing a lot for this movie. I always, not so much related to the actual content of the film, but coming from used to be, I used to have a job in the industry. Like I'm always amazed by how much you can pick up on. Either A, how desperate a studio is being with them knowing that they don't have a good movie Mm -hmm. and they can screen the hell out of it. Tons of marketing. It's like we have to force people to see this movie at least on opening weekend so that we can make some money back. Mm -hmm. 
But with this movie, I feel like it's the opposite. They are screening it a lot. Like we were fortunate enough to see it, you know, at an advanced screening. Mm. It's like two weeks early. Yeah, like the movie comes out. The movie will be out limited on the twenty eighth, and then it goes wide you know, quote unquote on the 5th of October. But I mean, the fact that they are screening films and they've had screenings of it before when we actually saw it, you know, we saw it on uh, the 12th of September. Mm -hmm. So a few weeks ago, but they had screenings before that even. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, you know, it's kind of, I like seeing that, you know, a studio getting behind a movie like this, which is like, it's not a big movie at all. Like no one's in it. I mean, like you'd recognize some of the names, but they're not any big A-list stars. It's really just going after like this cultural pop thing that's happening right now, just like with the cheerleading and, you know, the dancing and step up and whatnot. But it works so well. Like the movie is a really solid film. And I think they know that. And it's it's you can really kind of pick up on that sometimes when you look at a release pattern. The fact that they're kind of pushing it out a week early to try to get some people into it. Because a movie like this will live or die, even though they're marketing the hell out of it, on word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Every single person leaving that theater that when we saw it was raving about it. Like, such a positive reaction. Two guys going to see it, Ronald and I, that just was like, oh, the trailer's funny. Adam's in it from yeah. Workaholics. Rebel Wilson's hilarious. And we walked out like, that was weirdly awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's. I don't even know what to say. I mean, like, I'm 30-year-old man, like, and it's acapella it's college kids singing. Definitely great movie. And I was into it, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I laughed I, I, I a wanna lot. See, I want to see it again. You, you see the names and you associate those names. Like, okay, well, if they're involved, there's got to be something mm-hmm. hopefully good going on here. You know, yeah. like everybody that we've talked about, like, not that he's anything special, but Christopher Mintz Plass, who played, everybody knows as McLovin. He has a small role in the film. I love the the guest appearance from, uh, I don't want to give it away, the guy from Scrubs. Oh, I know uh, Donald name. Faison. Donald Faison. Yeah, it's, I thought that it, was it's funny, real. dude. I, I mean, hilarious. like, cool little things. And I think there's some pedigree behind. Is Donald Faison su- such a big name that you need to, like, save that as you a cameo? Them. Yeah, Brad Pitt's in this film. Yeah, <laughs> Jack Nicholson. I just, okay. I just doubled Faison. their box off. <laughs> I think comedically he is, man. Like I think that his like him in Scrubs, he was tremendous on that show. But yeah, he's not like a yeah. Maybe you're <laughs> he right. Got caught out. <laughs> I, didn't right. Burst I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to shut you down. Ryan. <laughs> no, but, but I think intent. the point. I think it's a good. It's a good point though, because like even if it's a small role, there's a lot of really funny people in this oh, movie. Yeah. You know, Elizabeth Banks. John Michael Higgins, Rebel Wilson, Adam Devine, uh, Donald Faison, and like you know, even the uh, I was reading like the writer of the film, mm-hmm. uh, what's her name, uh, Kay Cannon. She was like a producer on Baby Mama, and she was also uh, she's also like a writer on Thirty Rock. So I mean, yeah, it's 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 like you feel that comedy in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of really solid one liners, like a lot of Rebel Wilson's lines. Yeah, you could transplant that from a show like 30 Rock like it's yeah. really quick and witty. really smart yeah. jokes. very smart jokes P.S. pay attention if you go on YouTube tonight whenever you listen to this YouTube Rebel Wilson look at the most recent stuff and look at her like promotional run right now her interviews are incredibly funny all the stuff promoting this movie yeah very funny well the end of the showing that we saw because it was so early mm-hmm. they had like a little uh tag at the end where mm-hmm. she like pops up on the screen and is like hey thanks for seeing my movie like you want to text this with talk about twitter or some promotion but even that was like it was really it was so funny that was really funny. she's like you just because she's like you know she's happy he's a heavier girl but she embraces that mm-hmm. and it's a part of her comedy mm-hmm. and she like is so she's kind of awkward and I don't know. She she's really pretty too. She is pretty. She's a very she's pretty a very girl. cute girl. I always thought that about her. 
I gotta watch the videos now that you say I haven't seen her yeah, interview. I've they, seen her done do like, a couple. Um, Conan O'Brien. Okay. Um, I think she was on Jimmy Fallon. She's just been doing a lot of stuff. She's doing a lot for this movie, and I think that they know that she is the. Maybe not now. She's not well known, but she's like the. I don't know. I think she's really the star of the film. I mean, yeah, it's about Andy Kendrick, but I think she's like who's going to make anything bigger with her career because of this movie. Well, if you look at the, um, I mean, every time there's one of these comedies, there usually is a breakout star who is. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think like. Think about The Hangover and Zach Galifianakis, yep. and then uh, in Bridesmaids, it was Melissa McCarthy. Yep, right? you're right. So you, there's always a, a portly, uh, that's <laughs> a true, comic relief character that like the actor shows. Like I don't know. I think there's something about that kind of part where you you are you throw yourself into it, and you've got the comic chops, but there's a little something extra there because it's you know gives them a few extra notes to play than just yep. comedy. I think that 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 is it's, that's very flattering for a comedian who has who has already sort of developed their character because they can just go right in there and just kind of, they have like a persona they can do, you know? Sure. I know that she's been on a lot of like uh, sitcoms where she's been really hilarious apparently. So I'm going to look for those. And that's probably something that she's done. I would say this movie, I mean, I think this time next year, if all goes well, I think she will definitely be the Melissa McCarthy of this Mm -hmm. this year. She needs it. I mean, like she needs it. I would love to see her in more movies, whether she's a star or not. I mean, (laughs) Knowing that she was in it, like I said, when I first posted it on our site, I mentioned her and Adam because I know I love their comedy, mm-hmm. and they are that they are the comedy that I love about them in this movie. Both mm-hmm. of them. Adam actually wasn't in the movie as much as I thought he would be, no, he which kind of disappointed me a little bit. But what he was in was fun. But I almost forgot about him. Like I, I, yeah, I really kind of refocused my attention on her. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I can't talk about her enough. I think she was incredible, and uh, slapped my ass off every scene she was in. Same. So yeah. See that movie. It's perfect. I would it's definitely perfect. recommend I, it. I never thought I would ever. Never have I ever said. <laughs> Pitch Perfect was great. Well, just happened. What the heck? <laughs> what, what the yeah, so it's going to be in theaters now. I mean, it, it's, it may be in theaters now, limited release, depending where you live, but uh, October 5th, wide. So I, I would recommend it if you like you like any kind of music, any kind of music at all, singing, performing, with, a, with an instrument, without, I'd recommend the movie. Any kind of, if you're a fan of the college rom-com i'd see it mm. uh if you like rebel wilson if you like you, you know workaholics see it there's enough there for a lot of people really fun date movie just a straight up crowd pleaser it's got its cheesy beats but it's a it is a crowd pleaser the the audience was clapping throughout the whole movie mm. into it you know from beginning to end a lot of really weird surprises too like you know when she had the audition anna kendrick's mm-hmm. uh character had the audition with the cup the, yeah the cup that was there were a lot of parts where it kind of threw people off. Like it, they're like, "What's going to happen?" You you almost like, yeah. I feel like we just continue to rave about. It. It's yeah. weird, dude. We need to back it off for a second. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, that's a great point though. Like, there's a lot of beat, like a lot of pieces of this movie where it's like it goes beyond like this crappy genre sing and dance film. Well, Pitch Perfect, like I said, it'll be in select theaters by the time you listen to this, if not wide. Yeah. So I, we, Ron and I, definitely recommend it. John, I maybe check it out if you can. Let us know what you think. I don't know. It's I feel like weird saying go see Pitch Perfect, but I would say go see Pitch Perfect in some way. Yeah, I don't know if it's if it's in your interest at all, it, but it's not. But it's not the kind of movie that I mean. Like I was saying, it's yeah. I, I've been we've all been sucked into a movie that we didn't expect to be as good as it is, and a lot of times it's down to the acting or the writing. And it sounds mm-hmm. like this has a lot of those those elements going towards it. Like yeah. if it's got smart writing, and if it's got 
you know, funny character actors and that sort of thing. I could totally see it being. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'd recommend checking it out. If you do, we can talk about it later. But hit us up at the uh, moviesmovie.net. We'll have some more news and reviews up there as we see some films between each mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't listened to the prior podcast, be sure to check out our fall preview that we posted yeah. uh, last week. Sorry about the downtime. Uh, GoDaddy was hacked. Yeah, a few weeks ago we had a problem with uh, GoDaddy. Yeah. Kind of our website was down, but hopefully yeah, it's so, been resolved. So, yeah, we were having a problem with the, the last, the entry before last or and then we couldn't post anything. Right. And then eventually the GoDaddy website didn't work. Then no sites involving GoDaddy worked. And apparently there was like a DNS issue and it was resolved. Hopefully and it doesn't happen again. Hopefully it won't. But you know how to resolve that. Don't just rely on our site. Go listen to us in uh, yeah. iTunes or Mixcloud. Subscribe oh, there. Because if one goes down, the other might be up. And if they both go down, then we'll probably just stop DC making right. podcasts. Go to that website. <laughs> Go on uh, our website, go on our iTunes. Yeah. Movieshmovie at gmail.com. You can type in movie schmovie and it comes up. Does it work now? Yeah. It's fixed? Yeah. Uh, does the picture, the default picture get fixed? Because <laughs> that shit messes up every once in a while. It just pisses me oh, off. Oh, God, I love iTunes. <laughs> right. Maybe when they this, have their new version come think, out. This is what you think that iTunes is be, being okay. The ghost of fucking Steve Jobs goes through the... The, the, the ghost in the machine. The, <laughs> the ghost in the machine. He just goes to the server. He's like, There's you know a sequel what? we want it. Tim Cook, too. this isn't the way I wanted this company to be. And he haunts everything. He takes away your uh, your icon. <laughs> he takes away. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, whenever you submit something to iTunes, I was like, you have no control over You're yeah, the mercy. You hope that somehow a star it. aligns. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. We we spent like weeks trying to get anybody right back to us. Right. And then when anyway, they did, they just said, it, oh, Everything okay. looks okay now. It's yeah. on its way. The site's up. You know, iTunes looks like it's going to improve itself, hopefully. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, though, listen to the prior episodes. We have the fall preview, the episode before this, and then our favorite films of the summer. If you haven't checked that out, be sure to check that out. Really, really great films in there. You know, maybe if you missed some stuff over the summer. Uh, You know, we're always looking for suggestions, so we don't really get a lot of email. We would love some email, moviesmovie at Mm gmail.com. If you have suggestions uh, for episode themes or movies that you want us to see and hear our thoughts on, even if it's an older film, we have no problem checking something out and having a discussion on it. Even if one person wants to hear what we have to say, it'd be awesome to hear from you guys. So uh, thank you for listening, as always. Um, And, you know, you've made our day. So take care. Bye.